With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to Working Title. This is episode three. I'm Victoria Cerrada and I'm here with Isha. How are you? Yeah. Isha. Isha Jorgensen. <laughs> the one and only. And for today's episode, I'll let you introduce it, the theme and the movies we're going to talk about. Yeah. Today we were feeling kind of cold. <laughs> No, no, we were feeling kind of scandy, scandy. Yes, scandy, scandy. Scandy. Um, no, I, I, somehow I've been like exposed to a lot of scandy movies recently, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, maybe also being half Danish, I was like, you know what, I think it's time. Um, yeah. but yeah, we've been, I've been exposed, and Vicky has also watched. Uh, the Square yeah. by Ruben Ostlund. The worst person. The worst person well. in the world by <laughs> Joachim Trier. <laughs> oh. And Sick of Myself, which is by Borgley, which is mm-hmm. the most recent um, release yeah. that has been kind of going around festivals lately. Um, and yeah, they're all like kind of co produced. I mean, like Sick of Myself and uh the worst person are both norwegian mm-hmm. and then the, the square is a swedish production but they're all kind of with scandi movies they're always kind of like all co-produced yeah so there's always like a swedish norwegian like danish producer all over the place yeah um but yeah we're, be, we're gonna be talking about like i don't know there's many layers to these movies but maybe like the kind of privileged yeah uh, life that we're now seeing in these kind of movies and how like yeah how us european audiences are relating to it like Mm -hmm. i don't know there's there's many different layers and different topics in these different movies um but i wanted to start by asking you if you had like any strong feelings about any of them if there was like one you particularly disliked one you think is much better than the other one or like just yeah, what are you doing? I mean, thoughts? I think these three movies, to be honest, the only one I hadn't seen prior to filming this episode was Sick of Myself. Because um, the problem with Spain, which is where I live, is that we don't get a lot of international indie films. Because, uh, in fact, we did want to do Triangle of Sadness, mm. but there's no way for me to watch it right now, so we can't do it. Um, but yeah so for example like sick of myself was a big surprise because i knew nothing about the film 
uh, I did see like worst person in the world in cinemas and it was a very important movie when I saw it because I was going through a breakup and it had a very mature yet youthful way at like of seeing like breakups uh, but sick of myself just completely like oh that movie is and I love gore, but this is like psychological gore, which mm -hmm. is what I love about, you know, like the north of Europe is like they do suspense and like psychological shit like to another level. Mm -hmm. Like I know no movie in Spain or not like movies that don't imitate that style. Mm -hmm. I don't know any directors that could do what Sick of Myself does, which is like this portrayal of a narcissist so mm. i thought it was really interesting and then the square i really like it because it's a very specific way of showing privilege mm -hmm. and the artsy privilege and the like absurdity of like modern art in mm -hmm. film which mm -hmm. you don't really see but the only down like aspect of the square is that it's so fucking long yeah <laughs> Like, I did struggle to see it both times that I saw it. It was like, seeing it all the way through is kind of hard. Mm -hmm. At least for me. I don't mm -hmm. know how you feel about it. It was funny because I had, like, this kind of ideas, like, kind of perceptions in each one of these movies before, mm -hmm. like, kind of re, like, skimming over them, uh, yeah. which I did yesterday. And, like, some of my thoughts in them changed. Um, yeah. Like, sick of myself, I, <laughs> when I first watched it, I was like, yeah. I was having like a very kind of loaded day and, yeah. and, and, and really wanted to go to the cinema and like ended up going to see sick of myself at like three, but it wasn't really wow. planned like in yeah. the afternoon. <laughs> and so it like, it, it, it reacted in a very weird way. Like yeah. in, in terms of like headspace, I was just like, oh, I hated, I hated this person so, so much. Like I felt mm -hmm. so strongly about the protagonist and that made me like have i mean it also kind of influenced what i thought about the movie yeah. and i was like i did not like this but at the same time really? I, did I did love it i did love it because it was making me feel that way which i mm -hmm. think it's it's also one of the things i think was really well done well achieved uh by the movies like you feeling uncomfortable right and you're feeling just kind of yeah. this kind of rejection and that's what I was gonna say, like, then now, seeing, like, looking back at it, sick of myself as a fucking masterpiece in that sense. I know! It's still, like, it's able to have that very kind of worst person in the world, modern, cool, coming of age, mm -hmm. uh, like, aesthetic and vibe to it, which, yeah. by the way, is, like, kind of something that many people did. Uh, like kind of associate sick of myself with the worst person in the world which I think is kind of mm, misleading because I think it's just like yeah. oh they're both in the region they're both like young girls you know what I mean which actually no. what they're trying to do is completely different like the worst person in the world still wants you to have you know like kind of a dreamy nice time yeah. whereas the sick of myself is just like this very yeah it manages to have this very kind of thriller horror punk effect on you whilst mm -hmm. at the beginning like looking very innocent you know like 
Yeah, I agree. I think for me, I think worst person in the world kind of falls into a more European, you know, almost what we associate with like French dreaminess type of thing of like, oh, I see myself, you know, and the character is problematic, but in a way that makes them more human. Mm. Um, And sick of myself, the character is so fucking problematic Mm. that anything that makes you relate to them makes you so uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. that's what i loved about it is like when you see you know you you see it and for me it was like oh i might do this to one percent but already seeing it like blown out this like narcissism Mm -hmm. to a hundred percent it was like it drives you fucking insane yeah insane yeah no for sure and like that's the kind of mastery right of the movies like taking these things that we all identify to a certain extent but we we like make a great effort to hide because mm-hmm. everyone yeah. has like kind of narcissistic impulses. Yeah. It's like, what would happen if this was just kind <laughs> yeah. of both taken to the extreme and manifested, you know? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And it's horrible. It's it horrible. Is. Do you think these are universal topics? I think it's. I don't know if they see it the way we sometimes see like Wonkarwai or these where there's a fascination of like obviously there's a human aspect that's human stories but it's a very specific genre and I think with like Scandinavian movies a thing that is very specific to them is the coldness Mm. there is like something cold and like weird in the social dynamics Mm -hmm. like even myself i feel like in the square at moments i'm so fucking uncomfortable and i don't really relate to the character in the way he just like hides everything you Mm -hmm. know um so i think it it is with distance it is kind of like in an observant type of way, you know, but the same way people see Almodovar movies, you know, mm. in Spain, we see them of like, oh, this is my grandma. But mm-hmm. for someone in the US, it's like, oh, Spanish people are weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very, at the end of the day, it's a very local product. Mm-hmm. So because it is so well made, people are gonna relate to it and enjoy it. But I think it, it is very local in the story it tells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then did you feel that, like, with the worst person in the world, too? You were saying how you were going through, like, moment there, and then you felt very kind of recognized. Um, so, maybe yeah, it's I not think just... Worst person in the world is definitely the most, like, accessible and universal. And I think that's why it, it has been seen by like mo- it has had a bigger theatrical release like in spain mm-hmm. it was in the cinema and i think it did well uh, because i think at the end this is a story about love mm-hmm. and that character is you know that woman is a very european woman rather mm-hmm. than just a scandinavian woman if that mm-hmm. makes sense like yeah. it's easier to relate yeah i see what you mean but i think the what you said about like it being a romance really yeah. also plays into the fact that like mm-hmm. it was more kind of a, I mean yeah like got more of a hype um but I don't know me like rewatching, like what I was saying before for sake of myself I was like more in awe and with the worst person in the world I was actually less in awe I was yeah. like I was actually kind of disappointed when I saw it again because it feels too like appealing you know what I mean it feels mm-hmm. like 
tr- a bit like trying too hard to be cool, you know, and like there's like many scenes of yeah. like this this and even though we get so many scenes that showcase the protagonist's uh, like personality, mm-hmm. like a collage of her like interacting in different ways in different moments yeah. of her life. It still seems like there's these are all like different like fragments of her, yeah. and I still don't really get a sense of who she truly she, is. She truly is, which at the same time is kind of the point of the of the story. I was gonna right? say, yeah, like she's kind of lost and everything. But even though she was in different like registers, I always saw her have like a very kind of stable performance throughout so i don't know maybe i I just didn't see a lot of layers to her um i think it's it's a type of movie where it's made so that you put yourself in the center of the story and mm -hmm. the more defined characters in that story were the men right the Mm -hmm. guys she was dating the friends whatever the parents um I think the performance is really good, uh, but I do think it had such a hype because in like when it was released, because I think in the context, if I remember when it was released, there was not really any movie like it Mm -hmm. uh, in cinemas. And it it is very refreshing in the sense that it's lighthearted. Like it's lighthearted human story. And it... You know, that it's kind of warm in that way compared to The Square, which, like, mm-hmm. I think, for example, The Square is a comedy in a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. And that's what I enjoyed re-watching. Um, the worst person, I there wasn't, yeah, I think I felt the same way. There wasn't a, oh my god, this is still great. It was like, okay, it's cool, it's yeah. well done. But rewatching the square, for example, the scene with Elizabeth Moss, yeah. like all of her scenes, I think are brilliant. Yeah, she's so good in that. In that, and in general, she's a great actress. Yeah, it's, but in this movie, there's, yeah, something, there's something about her that there's just like the condom scene, and then the scene in the uh, like exhibition where she's like, "I want you to say it. What did we do?" And yeah. I'm like, th- "That writing is spectacular." So yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, I think what what the square also does is that it leaves like many things kind of unclear and, yeah. and you're so you're just like you're not really sure what the purpose and the intention of Oslin was and with specific with yeah. specific um like scenes and dialogue and because i think also if i because it's so long and there's so yeah. many different um like layers to it um mm-hmm. you're just like kind of a bit lost in terms of all the different yeah storylines that are going on um and which is also a, a reason why i was like mm, when we did the selection being like is this square relevant for like is it can it be compared with the worst person in the world in sick of myself because um the square is dealing with slightly different things like deals with yeah privilege and class in a much more meaningful way than and very direct like very direct the pretentiousness and whatever it deals with that which you kind of see a little bit with the boyfriend storyline and sick of myself mm. and also with like mm. felix storyline and like yeah. the worst person in the world but not that much true 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 which um, also, yeah by the way i was gonna say like all of these characters i are, are either like 
super pro in a creative industry or work in like a coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> there's no the middle shop. ground. It's like it's like um I love how it's just presented in like of course Scandinavian society, how both are like equally fine and equal I mean, yeah, of course there's comments of like, oh, oh you work in a bookstore, you work in a coffee shop. But but these people lead very similar lives, being both the curator of like the contemporary like museum of art and being like uh, yeah, an employee. I was confused about that because the square is the only one that presents a lower class. Like at mm. some point I was like, is this really how it is there? That the coffee girl has the same lifestyle as the like major artist or whatever? I mean, it is true that you earn a lot. Like you earn yeah. so much more um, in every, but in every single job in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. So... You you earn a lot and you can lead like a cool comfortable life, but of course no, it's not the same one if you're there. Yeah. But, but you have to. But we have to consider that both of these protagonists were leading this life because they were dating with dating with someone who yeah. was more successful or had more money, so they could like. Also, in the worst person in the world, she comes from like an affluent family too. Mm-hmm. You can see that, so they yeah. can like they can allow themselves. Like, what happens in Scandinavia, because everyone is so well off, you can allow yourself to be lost. You know how everyone has yeah. gaps here, gap years, everyone is, like, super supportive. Because there's, like, you know, social mm, schemes that will, like, support you in your kind mm-hmm. of um, self-discovery mm, yeah. journey. Which is also maybe one of the reasons why they can like allow themselves to do make these movies about being lost you know i was gonna say the three of them it's about like a crisis of like who am i yeah you know, the curator who loses his shit because his phone got stolen mm. which also was like so scandinavian of like dude you can like afford this you're going with a tesla to mm. the bad neighborhood to like get back your wallet like yeah but that was that was that, like that was kind of just because he was looking to do something fun, right? Yeah, because he's lost and yeah. he wants some thrill. And... Yeah, it's interesting because at the same time, it's, you don't really understand what Oslo's like messages in the end. Like it is a social critique, right? Yeah, like social commentary, but but it's not political that's the thing that's why for me it was confusing at first it's like it's mm-hmm. social commentary but it's not telling you this is bad or this is good which mm-hmm. would make it political if he was like oh it's bad to be so wealthy or it's mm-hmm. good to be so wealthy he just goes like yeah this is fucking absurd like the di- dinner scene like with the, the fucking guy going like <laughs> It's so fucking mental. Or the kid screaming in the subway. Like what's the deal? also yeah, what's the deal with the with the monkeys like in films? Did you see Nope? No, I haven't. Okay, well I mean Nope there's also a like there's also a monkey as a protagonist and here you've got like the monkey in Liz- in Elizabeth Small's apartment and I'm just like, what the fuck? Why is there a monkey there? What did you make of that monkey? I, that was so funny to me because the character of Elizabeth Moss is just so confusing. The way Oslin used very well-known like Hollywood actors and like random characters, Hmm. Uh, which also if I was Elizabeth Moss and I got that character, I would be like, obviously, obviously I'm doing it. But the monkey thing, I really don't fucking know because also she's supposed to be traveling. She's a journalist, but then she has an apartment with a monkey and I'm like, yeah, 
sure, it's, whatever. It's, it's yeah, just... it's so confusing. Um, but, but I think I... it's the purpose, right? Because these yeah. like areas of the world and like, these industries are so fucking confusing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but the, the last scene, like I was talking about this with, with a friend the other day, um, the one with the dinner and the monkey is, 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 is like so out of this world in the sense of like, yeah, it's so absurd. And the thing that I love in these type of scenes is imagining the director pitching it or explaining it and then there's this performance who's gonna yell at the whatever whatever and the actor i don't know who the fuck yeah, he he's is the, he's the he's the actor of like the planet of the apes which is apparently like super he does this and he's kind of that's true the ultimate he's like the ultimate kind of monkey imitator in the hollywood industry so he's like kind of a big deal that's, <laughs> that's so funny but it's it's you know you know what you know why also like what you were saying about like Elizabeth Moss character like working somehow is just I feel like as European audiences watching like European movies when there's like we all have this like American stereotype or we all have like this kind of as like associate weird kind of link in association to the United States. So like yeah. when there's this kind of like critique or like characterization of the US yeah. in a European movie, we're like <laughs> all for it, you know? Yeah, she has a monkey. We she, buy it. We buy it. Americans are weird. Americans are weird. She's 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 crazy. Also, I buy it. Um, but yeah. yeah. I, I think there's so many scenes. That's why I enjoy about like rewatching the squares. Like I've forgotten so many scenes that I'm mm-hmm. just like, just yeah, all the plot lines. Like when then he's at the cheerleader competition. You know this mm-hmm. like curator that throughout the movie has been presented as like this authority and whatever. All of a sudden he's at this like super American like cheerleader competition going whoa. Yeah. I thought it was also really good. And it's kind of, like, very um, incoherent in terms of, like, yeah. he's super critical of everything and mainstream <laughs> stuff that are... Ma- oh, my God. <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the child blowing up. <laughs> like, that was, that was horrible. I could de- definitely relate to the character there because I was like, oh, I hate these kind of marketing people. Um, but also the fact that he integrated these two douchebags. I was like, we all know two people like that that are like just yeah. fucking problematic. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, and I'm I'm now like thinking back to all of all of those three mm-hmm. movies. I feel like what they do well is taking these these real people, these real characters in today's societies yeah. that we really kind of hate or do not want to be or we are to Mm -hmm. a certain extent but then just like kind of caricaturize them you know they're exactly the same as in sick of myself the model agent that one is so annoying the like fake inclusivity that's like so disgusting yeah i thought that was also brilliant because i was like it's so inclusive that it's not inclusive. Yeah. And that was, yeah, I really like that one. Yeah. I feel like Scandinavian dramas are really good at grasping, um, like, very 
contemporary like, issues in contemporary yeah. society. And it all feel very modern. Yeah. Yeah. Hi- hypocrisy. Yeah, I feel yeah. like... Because usually, you know, Hollywood is very black or white. Mm. Uh, just French is always, like, fucking gray. But, you know, the fact that they're so subtle in all of these three movies of showing you... You know, kind of also the ego of the protagonist and the worst person in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like, or the sick of myself, the hypocrisy in every single character, the square, the same thing, like the pretentiousness, Mm -hmm. but then it's not sustained with anything real. And all of that, I think they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's like a specificity of, of Scandinavian movies? Uh, maybe there isn't, like, some other stuff, but the, I think because they're so inclusive and so worried Mm. about, like, and so updated in that sense, Mm. I think, for example, the scene in Sick of Myself where they're, like, in this double date and... Mm. There's this joke, which I find brilliant. It's like, oh, yeah, it's an all-inclusive, gender-neutral brand. Mm. And then the boyfriend says, how can they do, like, inclusive betting? Isn't betting, like, inclusive within itself? Like, betting for, like, the bed, you know, Mm. the clothes, the sheets. Mm -hmm. And I thought that type of, like, little sense of humor of... Because they're so inclusive, they can see the defaults in that. Or because they're so avant-garde... You have this scene with Elizabeth Moss doing the interview where she's like, but what do you actually mean? Mm. You know? Yeah. You know, it's so funny you say that because just in a more like, uh, like general perspective on, on Scandinavian culture. uh, I always talk about this with my brothers (laughs) (laughs) and just like kind of seeing the cultural differences between the South and the North. Um, and we say how in like Scandinavian countries everything is like so perfect and inclusive and mm-hmm. progressive in terms of like social aspects and in terms mm-hmm. of like societal like the, the political system and the social system and 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 just the way like Scandinavian society is organized like the welfare system right yeah. that exists there um, everything looks like it it functions perfectly right so in the end. Sometimes people say that it's a way of like hiding internal, yeah. like psychological, mm-hmm. like traumas or dilemmas that you have that then are not spoken about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like all of these perfect societal images are just a way of hiding how we're all like kind of internally dying. Um, yeah. And if wow. you see, yeah. <laughs> which I mean, it's I feel like of course, a very hot take and <laughs> should be taken with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, there's there's all kinds of people and, and, and it's really like, yeah, okay. You know, it's just a very general statement, but it is no, true. No, but I think it, is it does. That there's like, sorry, sorry. Um, but mm-hmm. there's just, yeah, this kind of distant, just kind of naming culture mm-hmm. when you relate to people. There's less... In Spain, when people ask you, like, how are you, they will not think twice before they start, like, rambling on their day and, like, <laughs> be super kind of, like, expressive about how, like, complaining, right? And just being a bit more honest in 
the downside. I feel very but... attacked by that statement. Yeah. Uh, I'm very much like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you feel very much attacked. No, 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 I'm joking. But I do think, like, yeah, it's just... No, but not it... in a bad way. I'm not saying that No, yeah, yeah, I'm I know. I'm saying just being a bit more honest on, like... Yeah. Because people are more expressive, just like that, and don't have... There is a closeness already to the first social mm-hmm. approach and interactions you have in southern, like southern European societies. Yeah. Uh, whereas in it, it is something that you have to work a bit more in in Scandinavian mm-hmm. societies. People are very formal and very, like polite, in their yeah. first encounter. But you have to, like, lean into a bit more, in order to open up. You know. Yeah, and I think in general, like. When I was over in the U.S. this summer, I was considered, like, a warm person, you know, very social, very blah, blah, blah. And I stood out because of that. In Spain, I'm not necessarily considered, like, the warmest person, like, Mm. the most social. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's funny, and I think it is a really big difference between, like, Mediterranean countries to, like northern countries uh, in europe because i i can still what you said i can see it also in british people Mm. and like belgian people you know all of these like more northern countries you can see it going up 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 Mm -hmm. um i think what's interesting about like scandinavian country as you say is like the progress they have which is Mm. a very specific thing of like that region the Mm -hmm. very like super advanced socially right with the coldness and the treatment sometimes mm-hmm. um and i think the psychological that's why you're so good at suspense and you're so good at like psychological things it's because there is that you know internal world and mm-hmm. you're it, everything is internal then you can do more psychological because mm-hmm. spanish is very exterior it's always sharing yeah. and yeah. yeah 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 for sure and like yeah, and also very colorful many times. Yeah. And I just... I wonder, though, how much of that is just kind of, like, being reproduced from the traditions or, like, the I conventions think... that you're seeing in, like, Spanish cinema and Scandinavian yeah. cinema. It's like... But also, by the way, now that I think about it, like, worst person in the world and sick of myself and not necessarily super cold, like, tone. No. They're actually quite colorful. Uh, yeah, but they're very clean, right? So I think mm-hmm. also there's a thing of Protestant countries and the culture that stems from that with 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 Catholic. There's a I think there is an influence there of, you know, very decorated film in Spain, mm-hmm. Italy, whatever. It's very decorated, which like even the square has moments of very like it, but it is presented cleanly. It's mm-hmm. like now there's red and now yeah. there's top. Yeah. You know? And also just like it is a stereotype, but just like the minimalist aesthetic. Yeah. Really like it's so now thinking about those contrasts, you know, of course thinking about like Almodovar and that's yeah. things that come to mind. And it's just like, yeah, the shots that you get in the square in in, in the worst person in the world and in Instagram mm-hmm. myself are just like, yeah, like you say, clean big spaces very specific like furniture shapes but are there in themselves right Mm -hmm. and like the camera just like lingers on specific elements that are like very kind of distributed in space whereas Mm -hmm. more like i don't know yeah i'm always from start just like loads of patterns all over the place all the and 
it's extremely like clean and minimalist and yeah. rich. Yeah. And I think also the rhythm now that I think about it, they're all fall into this rhythm of like, it's not fast paced. Like the movies, for example, sick of myself, I couldn't breathe. Like the tension was there, mm. but still there's a certain rhythm of like now this scene and now this scene, it's not like compared to, for example, Americans. So I think there's a difference there also of how they build narratives mm-hmm. that is very specific to Scandinavian, you know, yeah. of the way they build the tension. Yeah, there's like space. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of space. I think of these movies and I think of a lot of silence too, you know? Yeah. Um, although I would say The Worst Person in the World is a bit different in this sense mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like, Oh, and she did this, she did that. Like, well, especially in the beginning. With um, the narration. With the narration. always is going to pick up the pace in a way. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, what were you yeah. going to say? No, I was just going to say, that's why I think Worst Person in the World at the end of the day had more appeal. It was romance. Mm-hmm. It had a more traditional structure because the square has basically no structure if you think about it there is a crescendo and like you know first act second act whatever but it's barely visible Mm -hmm. whereas like worst person in the world there was a clear evolution of the character of where Mm -hmm. she starts where she ends Mm -hmm. um you know uh, yeah yeah sick of myself is just a tornado into the abyss basically oh my god (laughs) just so it's so wild. It's like it's that movie is so just like wild. it literally takes like the worst turn at every single, and it's so it gives you anxiety because yeah. you want to see it, but it's like can you just make one good decision? <sighs> That's why I was feeling so bad. I was just like, I hate you so much. Stop! Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I mean, she just wanted to scream. That's why it's so brilliant, though, because mm-hmm. it's like you can see yourself in it and you hate yourself for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it definitely made me feel kind of horrible because mm-hmm. that movie is hard to watch. But mm-hmm. good in the sense I was like, at least I'm not taking illegal drugs, mm-hmm. you know, to. Mm-hmm have a skin disease which mm-hmm. you know it's not a spoiler it's basically the fucking plot of the mm-hmm. movie but yeah and i think i think like when talking about all these things it just makes me it just makes me wonder if it's kind of a a a, a trend in cinema now to have movies that like very feel very contemporary and that like just grapple with very contemporary issues and if it's, I think it's interesting to see how this is being done now as compared to the past, you know, where, like, I don't know, cinema was used not necessarily to kind of maybe challenge, like, current behaviors that were that were, that were occurring in such a, like, a blunt way. Many times because yeah. it just wasn't allowed, right? You had... Yeah. But um, at least mainstream cinema, because, like, mainstream cinema, I feel, I feel like, has been traditionally very much... Uh, oriented towards like narrative and telling a story right but i think we're still seeing that because if you think about these three fucking movies like realistically uh i don't know that many people who saw them like worst person in the world still but like the square is very like 
indie mm. film bro European guy type of movie. And yeah. sick of myself, I haven't even heard about it because it's still in the like film festival circuit. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this me me having a very kind of yeah that's what meeting a film soon and now I have like a very yeah because just just think about the highest grossing film this year. I think is still Elvis. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm seeing like such archival shit right now, babe. Like, yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god, the worst person in the world is so mainstream. You know what I mean? It's like that's so you know conventional in so many aspects. But oh, there's dialogue. What there's dialogue? There's the narrative that we're seeing. There's a character development. There's a linearity. You know? Oh, Isha, just go see a Marvel movie or oh, something. And just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should. I should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's 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 do the ratings now. Let's see the worst person in the world first. Okay. Expectations were like high because I know it's like a big candidate for Oscar, right? And like mm. whatever. It was. Yeah, I was kind of like I really want to see this movie. I would say a seven. Seven, okay. Yeah. Enjoyment? Enjoyment was a eight, nine, because I saw it with a friend and both of us really related to the character and it was really helpful in the moment. Um, retrospect, I would say it's probably a five because I'm not, I'm not going to rewatch that movie, mm. to be honest. I mm-hmm. don't think so. Yeah. Me too. For me, it's very similar. Like, expectations, um... Yeah, actually quite high, like eight, nine, because yeah. I hadn't seen like a Scandi, like, yeah, such a successful Scandi movie in a while. Yeah. Um, was was intrigued by that. Uh, enjoyment, I actually really did enjoy it at the time, because I was mm-hmm. kind of lost. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, very similar, and was like, yeah, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in retrospect, uh... I before seeing it again now I saw a bit of it with another friend um Mm -hmm. and there already I was kind of being a bit more disappointed because I think what you're saying in 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 terms of like having a good time and really feeling for two hours like internal stuff and relating to 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 a female character I think Mm -hmm. in that sense it's like a really nice journey but there's not much more to Mm -hmm. analyze or think about once yeah. we watch it again. So yeah, I would say like yeah, six. I don't wanna be so harsh. Yeah, I, I was really into, harsh. I don't yeah. but I don't wanna copy you in terms of rating, but actually I wanna say five. <laughs> okay, wanna now <laughs> now you start, so I will copy yeah. you. Okay, okay. Uh, do the square. Let's the do square. the square. Mm, expectations, I would say like ten. <laughs> it was actually like two friends. That I met here in yeah. in Cambridge. They were like, oh my god, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie. And they like hyped up. It's like their ultimate favorite movie. So I was like, okay, I'll get, I guess. Okay. I, yeah, I was like very, very excited. Also, uh, yeah. So 10. Then enjoyment, I would say a 9. It was mm-hmm. a bit too long for me. Yeah. Um, but I was really in the mood for it. And I was very much surprised. In yeah. many ways. And I think when I you're surprised during a movie is a really good thing. Let me love to, a lot to think about. And the fact that the character, the main character was Danish. When he brought it close Let's to home. Because he yeah. reminded me of my dad in some ways. Not the bad ways. <laughs> but just like in 
kind of awkward when expressing yeah. feelings and everything. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. And also did not expect Elizabeth Moss, so that was great. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, did I say retrospect? No, that was no. enjoyment. Retrospect. Yeah, nine, I would yeah. say. You? I would say expectations, to be honest, like... When I first heard it, I saw the poster and I thought it was going to be about that character. So then I was like, my expectations were like, what the fuck is this? So I would say like a five. Like, I, I know I need to see this, but mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's... I, my intuition was that I was not going to enjoy it. Like the type of movie you have to see, but you don't know if you'll enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, then I would say an eight in terms of like, entertainment because it was a bit long at some points uh but i think it's because i have the rewatch more in mind because the first mm -hmm. time i saw it i saw it the whole way through no pauses mm -hmm. no breaks and whatever um but i think it's just like every scene you don't know where it's going like even the start with the wallet and the whatever like you don't know it's just like it takes a turn every time so sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to follow but i think it's like very original like very original and it was uh yeah it's rare to see that sometimes um and in retrospect i think yeah nine ten because it's a movie i still think about mm -hmm. like randomly and the elizabeth moss character i just oh I, there's something <laughs> i'm so obsessed like the condom scene i'm like it's so fucking awkward how yeah. did you make it so awkward i don't like, know what it's no, I don't know what it says about us, Vicky, that we're so obsessed with, with the only American character. <laughs> like, ah, oh, stop it, please. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like, it's such a European way of seeing an American, yeah. which it it always is the other way around. We see, like, yeah. Europeans through Americans. So that's why I think we love it. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, sick, of sick of myself. Okay, sick of myself. I'll try to be more brief. Um, yeah. Expectations? seven i don't know it was like okay. i was like yeah someone had told me it was a cool movie i was literally like passing by with my bike and decided to get into the cinema so it was like okay cool seven but then yeah that's I had a, about it. how is that a seven then is that a lot yeah okay yeah no mm, no because a friend had told me that she really liked it but i didn't okay. like, take it into account i was okay. like, very different about it but then i was like yeah it was enough for me to go see it Okay. So I don't know. No, actually a five. Yeah, five. Yeah. Did not know what was gonna go what was yeah. what, what I was gonna watch. Um enjoyment. Oof. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's like okay. Um No, let's not do enjoyment. Let's do yeah. entertainment. Entertainment. It, there's yeah, that's, that's there's different. a difference. Yeah. yeah. Entertainment. Ooh, yeah. Eight. I would yeah. say. Cause I was I was entertained, but yeah <laughs> yeah eight um sometimes i did with with the sick of myself sometimes i was very convinced and sometimes i wasn't really convinced i don't know if that mm -hmm. was just like the day or not yeah wasn't there completely all the time so i would say yeah seven eight and then uh in retrospect i would say nine because i've yeah. i've realized like how what a masterpiece it is how it manages to make something that is seems quite like innocent and cute and clean into a horror yeah a very 
horrible relatable horror. <laughs> about you? Okay. Um, I think to be honest, like expectations, I I would say zero, but not as a like negative as mm. in I've never heard of the movie of like mm. the director of anything you told me, and I was like. I feel so bad and so dumb that I don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> and then, so obviously the entertainment, because I was going in like blindly, because the poster also is very specific. So you don't know, like you expect, I expected a hospital story or something. And then it was like, it's not that it's like, it's a sick person, but not in that way. Um, and I was very entertained by it. I had to take breaks, but because it was, like, so painful at times, mm. I would say a nine. Because I was just like, oh, my God, I need to breathe. Like, this is just too much. I wish. Uh, I could yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and then in retrospect, I would say a nine as well. So I'm going to copy your ratings a little yeah. bit there. Because, um, yeah, it's just... I think it's also, as the square, it's very fucking original. You don't know where it's going. And it just goes bad and bad and worse. And just... So yeah. I think it's it's very, like, not brave, but, like, you know, it takes balls to do a movie like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I really liked it. Bravo to the Scandinavian filmmakers. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> we love them. We love them. Let's yeah. keep them making these first yeah, world they... problem movies. Exactly. That kind of <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to close it off here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was lovely to talk to you. Lovely to talk to you, babe. See you next time. See you. Bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.